guys, it's Callie and Tiana. Welcome back, or I think we're now on the fifth episode of The Undateable Girls. Time is flying. We're just having so much fun. So much fucking fun. We wanted to say thank you for all of the awesome comments we got on our live episode last week. That was um, a shit show and a half, literally. I mean, we both like blacked out by eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't tell, like, I know we talked about it like before, but like, we literally, like, were pretty fucked up during it. I don't know how we held it together for all those stories, but it was actually pretty hilarious to, like, see it all come together. Honestly, I'm proud of us. I'm so proud of us. And we want to do it again soon, like, as much as possible that we can, like, get in the same place at the same time. So whether you want more drunk stories or you guys want to, like, flood in questions and we answer them all, whatever you want us to do for the next, like, live video. Well, it's not really live, but it's, like, us in person. You let us know because, again, like, we would be nothing without you. So, like, your opinion really matters. Also, we surpassed 2,000 listeners. Um, I personally personally don't understand <laughs> why people listen, but thank you so much. Not even slightly. I really don't get it. I'm oh, sorry. 2.1,000. Is that the right way to say that? 2.1? Yeah. Yeah. 2100, 2.1 thousand. I don't know. Do you only say 2.1 when it's million? I don't know. It says 2.1K on You know, if there's a number, I probably don't understand it. (laughs) Math is hard. No, but seriously, like, the fact that we have even more than, like, the 17 listeners in our group chat is, like, mind-blowing to me. (laughs) I really thought our only listeners were going to be, like, Ash and and your mom. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So shout out to the other, like, 2,000 of you that are listening that's fucking awesome yeah and because um this nine to six life for me and Callie is just not worth fucking it so ass so please help us end it and also if whoever is listening um if you're the one that decided that nine to six is the new nine to five go fuck yourself yeah, what the fuck is up with that I need I to go home I know you did it all winter if I didn't get lucky enough where the oh fucking like daylight savings happened I was literally going to just drive my car into the friggin like bay I was so over it Callie I haven't seen the sun in three months (laughs) (laughs) it's so depressing I don't know when nine to five stopped being a thing and it became nine to six nine to seven but it's not fucking cool it's not cool also I was like saying the other day like what the fuck is up with the ratio like why is it five to two and not four to three who I'm telling you Whoever decided the work week was Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 is, like, the norm. Like, what is wrong with you? I don't fucking understand. Do you not enjoy fun? Nothing. It makes no sense. I I miss, like, me time. Can we just, like, talk about the fact that, like, we all just work for 45 years and we don't (laughs) say anything about it? Like, that's absurd. We don't do anything to change it. We're just, like, go with it. Like, Why? 99% 99% sure, as me and Gianna are both social media managers, I'm pretty sure I can do more than 50% of my job from the comfort of my home. I can do it from, like, my bathroom. There's literally points of my day where, like, three hours goes by, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? I'm, we're social media managers, and Facebook and Instagram are down yeah, today. Well, my boss literally wanted me to, like, change our entire Instagram today, and I was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I can't do it right now. And I was like, it's down. She's like, oh, it'll be up in an hour. It's literally still not up. It's 8.15. I should have just stayed at work all night. First of all, get your shit together. Second of all, like, I literally can't do half my job today. <laughs> like, hours were going by. I was online shopping. I finally took my, like, I, like, peeled off, like, my acrylic nails. I cleaned my desk. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I actually had a lot to do, but 
I couldn't post on Instagram. <laughs> so one thing that we did in the last two weeks since you've heard from us last is we we're big assholes. What? We forgot to Jake. Thank Joe. Oh, and we want to thank our best friend Joe Petrilli, who um, follow him on Instagram, Joe Petrilli Films. He takes really fucking amazing videos, aka the video that you all hopefully watched last week. And and if you haven't, honestly, the video is better than this just than this podcast <laughs> because you can watch me chug every time Kylie speaks because it drives me to drink, and you can also see me roll my eyes, um, which happens every point three seconds. Um, and I you don't really get that. Phone, like a thousand times because I just had better places to be than right Literally, there. I was like, do you have somewhere else to go? <laughs> but yeah, thank but you, thank Joe. Thank you so much, Joe. Our, we like to call him producer Joe. Our producer. He really is. He helps us with like absolutely everything that has literally, to do. Literally, I couldn't even figure out how to upload it to YouTube. He had to do it for us. We literally didn't know we could plug our headphones in until like two weeks ago. And we've had them this whole time. <laughs> you know... Guys, we also, we want to say that this was the first time that we started recording and it actually, everything worked. Like, we could hear each other. Our microphones are working, hopefully. And like, <laughs> no, yeah, this is, um, we're learning, successful. living and learning. But to get back to the awesome thing that we and a couple other friends did in the last week to better our miserable lives, we booked a trip to fucking Miami. Thank God, because like I said, I have not going well. What? I said things just aren't going well over here. I haven't seen the sun in three months. They're not going well. Everybody I know is on spring break while I'm sitting in jail. (laughs) You might as well be in jail. It's jail. I don't, there's no way, not even any fucking windows in my building. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. Like, I I look out the window. I mean, I have a dumpster in front of my window at work, but like, it's still a fucking window with a literally. I, I'm sitting in front of a wall next, <laughs> next to another wall. No, but, yeah. So we decided, well, like we've been talking about it, but we finally like bit the bullet and booked our flight. We're going for four days, Miami beach, which actually isn't new territory for us. Honestly, we get a little jealous when other people go in Miami because it's like Miami's ours. We like invented Miami. Like, we put Miami on the map, I feel Miami like. Miami Beach was nothing until we went. Thank God they had us. <laughs> what would they do? It'd just be, uh, like, what's that word? Irrelevant? No, I was thinking, like, a barren desert. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, a hay. So, Gianna that. actually changed the whole geography of <laughs> Miami also. Not just the atmosphere <laughs> and vibe, but she actually changed... <laughs> The entire sudden, way maybe set up. All of a sudden, Miami is dry. There was ocean when she came, and it was so blue. <laughs> I'm Moana. It basically looked like Kansas before. <laughs> That's not the first time we've talked about Kansas today, which is fucking weird. I we have beef with Kansas, dude. I I always say like, what the fuck? Even I, I picture Kansas as just like concrete with like dust on it. I know we've been through this. I know. I hate. I, just, I also just picture like tornadoes constantly. <laughs> it's so true. I literally picture Kansas as this like hard, dry <laughs> shit show all the time. There's probably like grass somewhere. It's probably beautiful, and we're just being assholes. Yeah, like, I know where we're not getting invited on tour. Fuck, Kansas. I'm sorry. We love you. But. 
the fact of us going to Miami is scary because the first time we went was probably one of the most like drunk, intense like vacations I've ever been on. Like, I don't want to say it didn't go well because it was amazing, but like it didn't go I feel well. Like, logically, it didn't go well. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, for start, like, if there's any way to like for starters about the trip, me and Gianna are on the plane, and what did the lady next to us oh say? She was like, behave yourselves, ladies. We and then they were like, yeah, you're going to see us on, like, whatever the local fucking first page of the press here is within, like, two days. I was like, no promises. No promises, Deborah. So the first night we go to this club called Basement. Do you want to describe, like, how, like, Basement, like, is very well? It's like a speakeasy almost. Like, it is the most incredible club i have ever been to first of all you go down like flights and flights and flights of stairs like it's a legit basement of a hotel and like there's an ice skating rink there's a bowling alley multiple rooms multiple different rooms there's wasn't there like a photo booth yep like it was the best club i've ever been to and me and callie grew up in atlantic city nightlife Exactly. Like, like I will never say that anywhere is better than Atlantic City, but this was the best club I have ever been to. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. They played the best music. I was like, ah, do they have my phone? See, like, I wasn't one song. Like, every time, you know when a song comes on when you're out and you get really excited and scream? That was every fucking every time a song, song came on. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the bottles and bottles of alcohol that we Yeah, like, I don't even know, like, like. Out of nowhere, there's just bottles on bottles. on. It was rotating. One wasn't even finished before the next one was there. It was actually unbelievable. Service was incredible. Service, the best service I ever had at a club. And, like, all of our friends, like, slowly were trickling out. And, like, me and Callie did not get that memo. No, nope, uh, we were not leaving. We were there until close. I almost <laughs> got sold to sex trafficking. I love when that happens. It happens so often. Like, legit, this woman almost tried to take me. She was like, sweetie, you remind me so much of myself. When I came here, when I was on spring break, I never left. Like that, like, that sounds like you were captured. And, like, was holding my wrist. I was like, <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to go somewhere that I don't want to go. Yeah, basic was, like, it was fucking incredible. I, like, so. To Can't wait to go back. Out, to say we blacked out is an understatement. Don't remember going home. So we wake up the morning after basement, and we have, like, um, a booze cruise kind of thing. Like, you pay, like, 50, 60 bucks. They have beer on the boat. They have crappy food. They take you to an island, and you just, for, like, four hours, you just drink, and you're on this boat and on this island. It's fucking awesome. So we wake up, and everyone's getting ready for the boat because, like, Instagram. So, like, everyone's actually getting ready to go sit in the sun all day. (laughs) And I can't move. I literally can't move. I'm laying in the bed like you would think somebody, like, stabbed me, like, moaning, groaning. She was literally... First of all, like, me, Callie, and another one of our friends are sharing a bed. And, like, all night, Callie's just like, (laughs) 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 like, what the fuck? And she's throwing up in the middle of our hotel room, sticking her fingers down her throat, like, is being the grossest human being. All the color from her skin is, like, completely gone. She looks like Michael Jackson. I'm half black and we're in Miami. There's zero reason I should have been pale. And she was white. (laughs) And she was vomiting so aggressively. She went from throwing up in the hotel, throwing up on the way there, throwing up on the side of the road, throwing up off the dock. Like, (laughs) I couldn't stop. I'm... 100% 100% sure that was undiagnosed, like, alcohol poisoning. Like, I threw up for what had to be, like, two hours straight. But I was like, if 
fuck this. Like, we're in Miami for only a few days. I paid for this boat. Even if I can't drink, I'm going in the fucking sun. Like, sitting in this hotel room would do nothing for me. Get on the boat. I think Marissa's like, drink a beer. Like, it'll make you feel better. Not realizing that I'm not just hungover. I have actual alcohol poisoning. Like, you might die. So I drink half of this beer. Boat pulls up on the island. I run off. I remember Jeff, like, chased me. I just puke everywhere. I'm puking all over this island. I think after, like, an hour being there, I finally felt better. All of these motherfuckers are passing around this communal bottle of Ciroc. Oh my like, god, I forgot. It's like the size of like a like a vase that you put. It flowers might be the in. size of me. Like it was <laughs> it so is, big. Like it, it took two hands to hold it. Like it was just like picture the biggest bottle of Ciroc you can. I know they sell them. That was it. And they're passing it around. They're literally. I look around. And it looks like it looks like fucking like a dumpster fire. Like they can't stand up straight. Their phones are in the water. They're falling over like nip slips all around they're like pouring like one guy's like pouring Ciroc off the boat to a girl's mouth that's in the water and I'm just like what the actual fuck are all of my friends doing it was the best day of my life (laughs) (laughs) like it was absolute chaos they had like rafts in the water and we were just all running and falling down them like there was photo shoots going on. We were all, like, every single one of us on the boat, like, decided to shotgun a beer together. Callie had to shotgun a Coke. Oh, um, so good, though. So good. Like, we even got all the girls that we didn't know involved. Like, there was a different group from us, and they were like, um, honestly, like, we were really intimidated by you guys because you were so much fun. We get and, like, that so fucking often. But, like, we, we couldn't have looked fun. Like, we had No, a, you guys looked like a... You looked out like a of dumpster. our minds, like no, you all were, like, looked working on things. People, we were like funneling off of Angie's tits. Like, I don't know if I would define us as fun. Like, it was just like a shit show. I can honestly say, like, I was sober and hungover, and that was like one of the most fun parts of the trip. And I was sober, so I can only imagine how it was from your guys' point of view. Like, I did, I remember that bottle truck going underwater, and we continued to drink it. Yeah, somebody took a sip from it and was like, there's sand in it. And I'm like, yeah, because you've all dropped it in the fucking ocean 12 times. <laughs> and we, like, continued to drink it. No wonder why we all, like, died. We were drinking seawater. <laughs> yeah, that night, nobody was okay. No one was okay. And I remember, like, Marissa getting off the boat and looking over and going, oh, my God. Those guys are so hot. They literally were the guys that we, we've been we friends were, with. We came on the ship. Flew on the fucking plane with. We're staying in a hotel with. Got on the boat with. We go, Marissa, those are our friends. She's like, oh. <laughs> literally the only four guys that were there. The only, they were the only other guys on the boat. Like, it was another group of girls, our group of girls, and our guy friends. Those guys are so hot. I'm like, they're our fucking friends. <laughs> I heard it's so fucked up you don't recognize your own friends because that's what this boat does to you. Like, I'm going to post, like, a bunch of the videos on our Instagram, but, like, literally just chaos. Twerking, butt luges, boob luges, like, and we're just on this private island, like. So much about that, but, so I figured out, because they don't card, so I went to Miami again last year and I went on this boat. They don't card before you get on this boat, and so many people are like, why is that legal? Where this island is, you are no longer a part of this country. Did you know that? No. Those are, those are international waters. That's why that whole thing is legal. Wow, we're world travelers. But <laughs> not just that. Like, when I went last Apparently year. you left the country. I. <laughs> so excited. I redid this boat when I went last year with, like, different people. And I actually got drunk and didn't die this time. 
And our captain got arrested. And we were all like, what the fuck is happening? And they brought in a new one. And he told us, he's like, he didn't have his license, like, renewed. And we were like, okay, well, it's barely a fucking mile of, like, going through the water. And he was like, well, when you go over there, you're in international waters. Like, he was like, he basically could kidnap you and nothing would, like, nobody would know. And I just was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. So we're he, going back. <laughs> so we're going back on this boat that goes into international waters. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> This might actually be the last podcast of you. <laughs> but literally, best day of my life. And then, like, everyone died. Like, Ash was throwing up on the dock when we get back. Like, I think Marissa was angry. throwing up. Wasn't Jeff throwing up, too? I, mean, I don't know. I think he might have been the one that had to carry Ash, so I don't I don't really know who was. Um... Just a picture of a lot of people vomiting. But best day ever. But the, um, what was I going to say? That's definitely, like, the top, like, best day of the trip. But the top fucking story of the trip has to be the last night. Oh, my God. So we we all went back to basement again um, because couldn't stay away. And we're all, like, oh, we, we had our flight at 6 a.m. in Fort Lauderdale. And, like, so we had to leave the hotel at, like, four in the morning like no later than four we were gonna miss our flight like we went out but we went out knowing we had to leave earlier than we would have liked to because we all knew we had a flight so we blacked out but responsibly exactly and by this point we're all like sunburned and like burnt out exhausted yeah and we come home and we're missing two of our friends <laughs> and we got home at like two like we didn't get to sleep that long and we're like okay maybe We'll wake up and they'll be here. We wake up, still no They're one. They're not there. Like, we are getting ready, like, packing the last We're packing bag. our suitcases. Like, like, we're going to the fucking airport. Like, we have a yeah. shuttle coming to get us. And, like, we gotta go. I'm, like, trying to check. I check Marissa's location. She's in fucking Fort Lauderdale. I'm, like, great. I'm gonna have to call this girl's parents and tell them that, I'm sorry, but we had to leave your daughter in Miami because she's nowhere to be found. <laughs> and then... Tweedledum comes being car- our friend. Or do we even call him a friend? <laughs> At this point, I don't really know what I would call him. Um, someone we used to know <laughs> had to be carried into the room and thrown onto his cot. Like who the fuck knows? Like I don't even know who carried him in because he came. Like we were all there. He wandered off by himself. Like everybody that he was in that room with was already in the room. So somebody fucking carries him in. Carries him in his lifeless body. His eyes aren't opening. We're like, Greg, we gotta go. You have to get your shit. We had to pack his suitcase for him. He would not get up. Like, not get up. He was the like whole a trip, he's dead weight. We are like caught by the bathroom. <laughs> where he deserved to sleep. So he's in this cot by the bathroom where we're all trying to like get ready and like get our stuff together. And he's just like laying there. Like at this point, we have 10 fucking minutes if we're like, we have to be like outside for this shuttle. So who does it? Who just throw? Was it you? I threw water on him. Yeah, you just like get a cup of water, just throw it on him. You're like, get the fuck up. I was taking no prisoners, nope. and like still, Marissa is nowhere to be found. She stumbles in in her romper and heels from the night before. At, I'm not kidding. Like two minutes before we have to go, Callie, what was she doing? She was having a threesome in fucking Fort Lauderdale. What else would she do it be doing before a flight? 
And make matters worse, we finally get these drunk assholes into the shuttle. We get to the airport. The line for Stingy's Airlines is literally wrapped outside, down the block. Outside the fucking door. Outside. We're we're literally on the street of the airport. And we're like, fuck, we're going to miss our flight. Fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum just walk right into the airport. I'm like, do you think we're standing on the side of the road for no reason? Like, wait in line, people. So, like, they were in the, they walked in the airport for what had to be, like, a good 20 minutes. Like, we thought they were gone. And I remember being so pissed. I'm like, I don't fucking care if they don't get on this flight. Like, they think they know what they're doing. Let them go in the fucking airport. I don't fucking care. I was so mad. Then, like, something weird happens, and they just, <laughs> just everybody got, like, let inside. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, they, they were, literally, like, took the people whose flights were going to leave and were like, if this is, if any of these flights are yours, like, you can come in right now. And it, I think one of them was ours. We were just like, all right. And they just, like, opened the gates of security, like, when Moses spread the Red Sea. Like, it was, everyone just ran in. It was a free-for-all. They didn't check shit. Everybody just kept going, like, was able to get through. They didn't make you take off your shoes, didn't have to take off your backpack, nothing. Everybody was just let through. Yeah, it was a like, fucking free-for-all. That's not safe. Nope. There was that's legit a shooting there, like, three months prior. I'm almost so glad we're not going during, like, re- like college spring break, because, like, we don't have to deal with any of that stupid airport bullshit. Like, it's not going to be as bad as during spring break. Nothing's as bad as during spring break. And, like... Our gate was the last gate, like, in the whole airport. Like, I don't know who the ch- was trying to, like, fuck with us, but you proved a point. You could get, like, like from where the entrance to, like, Fort Lauderdale's airport to our gate was, like, you could get your 10,000 fucking steps in on your Apple Watch. I shit you not, it was, like, walking miles. Like, and every time you turned a corner, it was, like, gate F or whatever gate it was, like, this way. And you turn another fucking corner. It was actually unreal. And meanwhile, Tweedledee and Tweedledum are, like, taking selfies, laughing, stumbling. Greg is wearing fucking yellow-ass pants. Spirit Airline-ass pants. I think he was sponsored by Spirit. That's why they (laughs) let us through. And they just both, like, you could just tell there was no life there. They were blacked out. They smelled. Like, it was horrible. They had a reek of alcohol. It was so bad. Like, a bottle of fucking vodka. Um... So, needless to say, our Miami trip should be interesting. I, like, was saying, like, I don't know who's going to be taking care of us. Like, there's no mom in the group. Like, definitely Marissa's not taking care of us. Ash is definitely not taking care of us. You're, you don't have a maternal (laughs) bone in your body. Maybe Tiff Grant. Yeah, and, like, like, you're, like, you're good at, like, yelling at everyone. Like, you're not, like, gonna, like... Like, I can herd you, like, cattle and make sure yeah. you get to your destination. And, like, we'll grab you by your hair and make sure you get out of the club. Like, while you're blacked out, which is cool. Yeah, like, I can function. Like, I'll be the one holding someone's hair, but also throwing up. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you'll hear about it, so don't worry, guys. Yeah, thank you. So, return in, like, about two or three weeks, and we'll have stories about that. Maybe that would be a good live one, too. I think... We're not smart enough to figure out how that would work out in Miami. No, like, maybe you can hang out with me or I can hang out with you. Oh, to discuss it. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll just hook up a GoPro to our bodies while we're there. I'm seriously looking into that. I think that's going to be a thing. But our topic for this week, we actually decided that we thought it would be fun to do dating apps. It was also requested a lot. Yeah, like, a lot. I like. I mean, I use them. I have them. But, like... 
I'm the wrong person to be talking about this, but... But here we are. <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> so, I don't know. Dating apps are, like, funny because it's that thing where, like, you have it and then you're like, this is fucking stupid. And you delete it. And then a week later, like, you're with your friends drinking wine and you're bored. And everybody's like, yo, like, let's download Tinder again. They're like, I don't know, like, dating apps come and leave my phone, like, I, like literally, like, how I do laundry. Like, it's, like, an every other day thing. Do you do laundry every other day? I kind of have to just because my fucking, in my apartment, my washer and dryer is, like, miniature, like, every other appliance. So I can do, like, four socks and a pair of underwear every time I fucking do laundry. So I do laundry a lot. But I also use dating apps a lot. I mean, neither of us have any dating app success stories. Or, like, any nightmares, really. I, uh, yeah, like, I've never even been on, like, a date from a dating app. I know plenty of Usually people ask me out and I'm like, oh, time to delete this. <laughs> I barely go out with people that, like, I know that asked me out and I've met before. Nonetheless, like, somebody that has reached out to me via dating app. But I decided I put together what I think are what you should, like, if you're somebody who uses dating apps, what is, like, you should avoid when using them and what you should look for. So let's start with avoid. Any guy that hits you with the good old ASL, age, sex, location, heavy fucking no. Can you um elaborate on that? <laughs> Do you all remember, like, were you, like, when, like, I might have been weird, me and my friends. Like, in high school, you go on Omegle and a guy would hit you with that ASL. I've literally never heard of this. You've never heard of ASL? Oh, my God. So all my weird... It sounds like people... an illness. <laughs> all my weird internet people will know what I'm talking about. ASL is, like... Did you ever use, like, fuck, I forget that app, or Kick. You ever use Kick? No. Oh, I was all about just, like, talking to guys on my phone all day when I was, like, younger. You still do. There, <laughs> there used to be, like, weird, like, computer things and apps where you would just talk to people and you couldn't see them. Like, it wasn't, like, video chat. Like, it was just typing. And okay. whenever. Yeah, but, like, it, like you didn't have to make a well, – on Kick, you would make a username. But, like, Omegle was just a website, and it would give you some randomized, like, username or number, and you would just talk to randoms, and you could either leave the chat or they would leave the chat. And I feel like would, that's not safe. It would give you – oh, my God, and it used to have a video option, and they, people used to put their dicks on it, and you would be, like, 14. I can't believe you'd ever use Omegle. You're a weirdo. Go in our group chat right now. They will know what Omegle is. So – People used to hit you, though, with that ASL, which meant age, sex, location. If anybody does that, I think that's fucking creepy. Like, I've logged on to Tinder before and had a guy say to me, like, ASL. And I literally am like, are we fucking 12 again? Which, I don't know. I feel like if a guy hit you with that ASL, he used to use Omegle and probably sent pictures of his dick. So that's, like, a hard pass. But also, any guy that just, when you, like, match with him, just says, like, a dry-ass hey. Oh, my God. Literally, Hey. Or, hey, how was your weekend? How the fuck am I supposed to respond to that? Number one, when I'm responding, like, seven days later. And my thing is, like, it ends up just like every seventh grade aim combo. Hey, hey, what's up? Nothing. You? Nothing. Okay, cool. Like, what do you do for a living? Where are we going to build from here? Like, we need to build this relationship. And how can I build it when you're sending me a dry-ass hey? Honestly, do something eye-catching. Jaw-dropping. That's what I'm saying. So, a guy who opens up with a corny dad joke. That's fucking it. I think that shit's funny. I feel like, like, that's some, like, there are girls who'd be like, oh my god, ew, like, he just said the lamest thing. Alright, at least he didn't send you a dry-ass hey, though. Like, guys, one of my hinge things, which is Callie's favorite app, <laughs> like, it's a conversation starter. That's why I prefer hinge. Exactly. I'll literally read it, but you can't, like, just, like, 
it's literally about shitting. I'm asking people about their shitting their pants stories because everybody has one. And honestly, it starts a conversation. But I don't want to talk to anybody that shit their pants. <laughs> I'm dead. You know that meme of the um the green light and the red light on at the same time? Yep, that's that, exactly. That's, that's you that's on me. it. That's me. No, but that is why Hinge is one of the superior dating apps is because, like, it kind of, like, forces you, like, so on Hinge, for those of you who don't have it, like, you fill out kind of, like, three or four, like, questions. Like, they give you, like, a variety and you pick the ones that you want to answer and then when you go to like somebody's profile like you can like a, like a picture or you can like like one of their answers to their questions so like for example one of mine is like I know he's the one if like I was like he really likes Miller Light. so guys will like joke with me and reply to him and be like oh no like big Coors Light guy like even if I fucking don't like that he likes Coors Light at least it wasn't a dry ass hey it was like now there's a conversation starter. I'll be like, oh, well, Miller Lite's better. I actually have this fight with guys on Hinge every day. That's why I'm using it as an example. But if you're on something like Tinder where you don't have those conversation starters and a guy just kind of wings it, I think it's a turn on when they don't just say, hey. But to move on to things you should avoid, any guy who asks for pictures within like the first like 15 little like conversation bubbles, heavy fucking no. Unless you're just on Tinder to send nudes because that's what you're into. Like, the amount of guys after, like, hey, hey, where are you from, this, that, and then it's like, can I get a picture? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And you send them. And <laughs> I don't, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and then any, this is a given, but, like, any guy who has so many group pictures that you don't know which one he oh is. Oh, my God. It's always the ugliest one. Always the ugliest one. You ha- it's just, and it sounds so mean because there's probably a picture of like me and three girls and somewhere, and the guy's like, "Oh, I hope it's that one," and then it's me, and he's like, "Fuck no!" So whatever, it happens to all of us. But it's always the ugly one. Always, and like if they don't have a picture of themselves, like by themselves, they're hiding something. At all, yeah. Like if you, so this is goes on to my list of things you should look for. So as far as group pictures go, I I actually like as somebody who uses. Even though I don't go on dates, I do use dating apps. I always do look for, like, a group picture just to, like, be sure that they, like, have normal friends and they go out. And, like, people are like, oh, I hate when there's a girl. Like, if there's a couple people in the picture and there's a girl, like, I don't want to date a guy that doesn't have any girlfriends because I have a lot of guy friends, so we wouldn't fucking mesh. Like, I can accept dating a guy who has girlfriends because I'm a girl that has a decent amount of guy friends. So if I'm going through a guy's profile and it's just, like, him, 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 him. I'm like, do you hang out with people? Do you go out? Like, my biggest thing I swipe right for, it sounds so fucking stupid, but, like, if a guy's at, like, a local bar I like, like, if a guy's at, like, Maynard's or Mountain Bar, then I'm like, oh, we would get along fucking great. He fucking goes to Maynard's. Like, I think that's almost something good to look for. But, I mean, if you don't like guys who drink, then that would be a turnoff to you, I guess. What, do you say that's your, like, number one thing you look for in a guy? If they drink? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) forget if you're nice we don't need nice definitely not number one but like if you like to go out with your friends is high up there because like I can't date a guy that just like would have a problem if I want to go out with my friends so I feel like I have to date a guy that likes to go out with his friends if you're you're drinking every night like that's a little fucking I mean I used to do that but like that's a bit much (laughs) I'm literally like buzzed right now oh my god um I think that was it though for my like oh and Look for guys with pictures with their dogs. Oh, dogs. If you have a picture of your dog, like, you're going to get liked. Yep, that's it. 
Like, there was a guy the other day I was on Hinge, and his main picture was his dog. And I was like, he could be ugly, but I'm literally giving him the time of the day because it's funny that his fucking profile picture is his dog. It was hilarious. Like, always post a picture with your dog. Always. And if you don't have a dog, still someone can take a picture of it and then give it back. Just do it. And then also get a dog. And as far as, like, the dating app, like, tears go, everybody should know this by now, but Tinder is to fuck. You should not. I mean, there is people who've met their significant other on Tinder, but now that there's other options that are more popular, you really shouldn't be looking to Tinder for that anymore. Tinder is like, like when I go to Miami, I will redownload Tinder. Because Tinder like is where you just like meet random people that like are gonna go out. Like you don't are look you trying for, to like... fuck people in Miami. <laughs> because I'll cancel I'll cancel my trip. <laughs> I like should have recorded that better. I just mean like that's exa- is that not what you meant? Because that's <laughs> what it sounded like, dude. <laughs> Bumble is because you're bored and you want to be aggressive as a woman and hit girl, like guys, girls, and hit up guys or girls, whatever you're into, hit them up first. Because if you're a girl on Bumble, you got to do the talking first, which actually makes me wonder now that if you're looking for the opposite sex on Bumble, if it, if it changes, I don't really know. What do you mean? I, like, I just know, like, as a straight woman, when I go on Bumble as the girl, you have to message the guy first. But what about it's if you're gay on Bumble? Do gay people yeah. use Bumble? I'm not. They have grinder. Can can people that are into either guys, girls, or both use all dating apps? Because I feel like you should be able to. Well, isn't there's an option on Twitter to do the same sex? I know that. That's what I'm thinking. So I don't know how that works for Bumble. I just know that I personally, as a straight woman, have to hit up the male first. I don't know how that works for everybody. So I'm sorry, I can't confirm. But if you're looking to be aggressive and hit somebody up first as a girl. Bumble. I feel like Bumble, uh, oh, we met on Bumble. Like, everyone goes on Bumble to be in a relationship, and I don't have time for that. Bumble is super relationshipy. I feel like Hinge is the perfect balance of, like, you. I feel like I would even be willing to, like, meet a guy on Bumble and just, like, kick it and drink and not even, like, need to, like, have a one-night stand or to date. Like, I feel like you just meet people on Hinge. It's just a cool place to, like, genuinely meet people. I also am just, like, weird. <laughs> And this also is sponsored by Hinge. <laughs> I love Hinge. I literally was on Hinge at work today. I'm on Hinge before I go to bed. I'm on Hinge at the bar. Like, I like Hinge. I think it's cool. I think it's chill. She's going to be on her wedding day on Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> before I fucking walk to the altar, Hinge. No, but seriously, like, hit up hit. I literally, when we, like, said we were going to do dating apps and put it on, like, I put it on my Instagram story, somebody replied to me and was like, what's the age? And I'm like, dude, that's Hinge. And he was like, oh, my God, tell me about Hinge. I was like, am I a fucking Hinge ambassador? You really are. Like, I think you're, are you being paid to talk about this? I just, I am here for Hinge. Use our code California. <laughs> it's I don't really app. know what you could get off, but you should. <laughs> it's, it's a free app. <laughs> um. So, someone who doesn't need to use a dating app. Ooh. Gianna with the transitions every week. (laughs) That's what they pay me for. (laughs) No one's paying me. Not getting paid enough. The Bachelor is finally over. Aww. Are we sad about it? No. Not this season. I'm like, oh my god, I have my life back a little bit. I kind of was thinking that. I was like, wow, I don't have to sit in and watch TV three fucking nights a week now. I'm like, what am I going to do on Mondays and Tuesdays? No, so this was a very, very interesting finale, for sure, the last two weeks. It was unlike any other finale that we've ever seen. You've only heard that on the commercial 5,000 fucking times. The most dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to edit that one out. 
Yankees. Like I said, class act. Um, what was I saying? I'm super most dramatic finale yet. The most dramatic finale ever. Okay, I'm done. That was so good. <laughs> that was like the best thing I've ever heard. I moved like really close to my mic. To do that it. was like so out of character too. I don't think I've ever heard you do anything like that. <laughs> Wow, blessed. I think my new dream is to be, like, a cartoon character voice. <laughs> Seriously, this has made me love, like, doing, like, voices, but, like, I know no one can see me. Yeah, because, like, I look like an actual troll that lives under a bridge right now. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Um, But oh. anyway, Colton is not engaged. Um, see that one coming. I actually did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... If you didn't know, Colton jumped a fence because Cassie left him stranded in Portugal because I don't even know if she knows why she left. Because she doesn't fucking like him. No, she, this girl straight up hates him. She literally hates him. I really have a theory she's being held hostage and ABC's paying her to, like, pretend that they're together right now. I, like, it, she's literally acting like she can't leave. Like, Colton is the guy that, like, sides into your DMs and, like, hey, you're beautiful. And then you start talking to him and then he gets really weird and creepy and asks you out. And you're, like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And, like, oh, and they're, like, oh. you're a fucking bitch. And then they don't leave you alone. And they like, all your pictures and comment on them. And then one day you open your door and they're there. Sorry. I got carried away. No, it, it, he honestly, it's so true. He's a stage five clinger. He's a stage five cling, And it's so sad because he's so cute and, like, before, honestly, this, like, I really wanted the best for him, but, like, he cannot see when someone's not interested in him. When Chris Harrison goes, maybe she's just not into you. I, I really hope that Tia is somewhere literally sipping her tea while watching. I She probably had a whole pot. Dead ass, she was all fucking in for this psychopath, and he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna find dodged a bullet. Yeah, she, I think she probably realizes that now. Well, she's with, like, a really rich guy. He, like, owns the Tennessee Titans. This is fucking proof, ladies. That guy that you're tripping over is not fucking worth it. He ain't shit. There is something better and richer around the corner with a more experienced, bigger dick. Oh, my God. I just inspired my fucking self. I'm getting emotional. (laughs) That was beautiful. I think I want to get that, like... You know when people, like, engrave rocks? I'm going to do that. <laughs> Make sure it's, like, sitting at my, like, graves. So I'm going to put it on my die. desk at work. <laughs> HR is going to No, but seriously, like, Colin deadass went from just being, like, cute, cuddly, like, oh, he's a virgin and he cares, to being, like, dude, get the fuck over. Oh, yeah. So he dumped Tasha. He dumped Hannah G, who, like, I think I'm attracted to Hannah G. Dude, she's so fucking cute. She's so cute. And she looked so good on After the Final Rose. Good for fucking oh, good. her. And they just, like, point to her sobbing, like, you guys are dicks. All the memes you sent, like, Hannah G waiting for her date. <laughs> Hannah G waiting for her date. And then when she was writing in her journal, oh, my God, I have to pull it up. I was dying. I literally, I looked at that four different times today and laughed. Like, I retweeted it so I could have it on my profile. Because that's how fucking funny I thought it was. <laughs> it's Hannah G writing in her j- journal. 
And it says all men are flaming piles of trash. Literally flaming piles of trash. <sighs> and he, while he's breaking up with her, he's just like, you remind me of home. I thought you were the it one. Was, like, I thought it was going to be you at the end. Like, who the fuck says that to someone? I was falling in love with you. I am falling in love with you. I think I'm making a mistake. What am I doing? And he's like, like sobbing. When you're breaking up with someone, probably don't tell them how you're in love with them. My thing, too, is, like, everyone got so mad at him, and I'm like, whatever, like, at least if he knows he's in love with Cassie, he's not going to waste everybody else's time, but, like, his breakup with Hannah G was ridiculous. Like, you don't tell somebody they feel, like, home, and you thought it was going to be them. Just end it. Like, I, that was too fucking much. It was too much for me. That means that's a lot. It's too much, and, like, I think she handled herself so well, though, when, on, like, the after the final bros. I think she's poised. She looked stunning. Awesome. And, like, Colton just, like, still said that she, like, felt like home. Yeah. Like, well, I still feel like you remind me of home. And I still feel like I was falling in love with you. Like, maybe shut your whore mouth, Colton. Yeah. <laughs> Literally shut your whore mouth. Like, Cassie's probably right around the corner. Like, what the fuck? And then again, she hates him, so she probably didn't care. Honestly, I felt a little disappointed in this ending. I was bored. I kept flipping over to Cassie. Oh, my God. It did not have to be two days long. It literally could have been one day. I literally skipped. I went back and forth between that and Siesta. And all the random live segments, like, did not need to be necessary. No, yeah, that was was shitty. It was cool. And honestly, nothing happened. (laughs) Nope. He didn't even tell us if he lost his virginity, little bitch. Which is why we all watched this entire fucking season and why it was thrown in our... They threw it in our face so many fucking times for us to not even know. I but like, honestly, he's probably going to post it on fucking Instagram when he does it. Instagram's down, sweetie. <laughs> in six months when Colton finally has sex. Maybe Instagram, sh- maybe Instagram shut down because Colton had sex and he posted. Oh my god, she cracked the code. <laughs> I'm a genius. Not just a pretty face and a great bod, people. A fucking brain, too. You need that on a fucking shirt, I'm telling you. I actually am going to get it tattooed down my back. It's your favorite saying. You need that. That's going to be our fucking first merch. And then our second merch is Callie Can't Swim. And then our third is not bad for girls with no talent. <laughs> you don't think I'm talented? Anyway. You're right. I don't have any talent. Can I actually say, like, for me, like, between the two nights, like, the most awkward part of it all was watching her stutter and not know what the fuck to say to his family. Because, I mean, she did not want to be there, though. <laughs> no, but she could have thought about what she's going to say to them. She's like, it's just, uh, I don't know, uh, the whole thing is, like, uh, really crazy, and, uh, like, you have so many emotions. I'm just, like, so confused, and, like, I just, like, don't know. And Like, like the whole I- thing is so weird. It was like, so bad. My mom would have, like, punched her in the face. And my thing is, like, she talked to multiple family members. You would have thought by the last one she would know what the fuck to say. And it was still, like, pulling teeth. She never figured it out. She never figured out what the fuck she wanted to say. And then she, like, confesses to Colton that she's actually just scared because her last relationship was really controlling. I cannot think of something more controlling than quitting a show, him forcing you to come back and meet his family and go to Spain with him. Like, you are literally being held hostage and you're... Of course you're afraid of being controlled because you're I literally also, being, though, you're, is, she's on a deserted rock in Portugal or Spain 
and being forced to eat a picnic with him. That's being controlled. But not even just that. Like, in the last, like, year, I will say, like, I've probably met two or three guys that, like, after the first date, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm about to be in a relationship. How do I stop this? Every single time I've said, my last relationship was just, like, super controlling and, like, he was crazy. So, like, I just really want to take time to myself. That is the oldest fucking excuse in the book. And not to say it's not true, because for me it was true, but it was every excuse that I used. That right there is a telltale sign that she does not want to be in it. Like, I still don't think she's interested. Like, I don't buy this relationship. I, no, there's no, there's no fucking way. There's just no, I like, I wanted to believe it and I wanted to think that like, maybe it would work. But after watching the last two days, I've never seen someone so uninterested in someone i was like this bitch hates him it's so bad like she's almost uncomfortable around him that is not it i like i don't know i think this relationship will last five months and then colton will stalk her for the rest of his life i just like i just feel bad for him like how many different like variations of the imagine, can you on? imagine going from 30 girls to zero <laughs> To, to one who does not like you. You had 29 other people that probably would have, and you picked the one that doesn't fucking like you. It just literally shows that men want what they can't have. Yeah, I, I, I am not playing the game right. Yeah, you just put it all out there. Yep, I, yep, I put it all out there. I learned, this. that's what I learned this week. I have been playing the game all fucking wrong. I've been telling you that for like four years. And it, and it took a virgin to show me that. So you've learned something this season. I did. I learned a lot this fucking day. I also find, like, I learned, like, what it looks like when someone doesn't fucking like you at all. Because I also deal with that a lot, and I don't see the signs. But this was bad. So did you take notes? I literally studying them day by day. <laughs> I keep them next to my bedside. <laughs> um, and no, then, it really is bad. Lastly, it, our new bachelorette was announced. Ta-da! Hannah B. I'm so excited. She's getting a lot of hate on the interweb. And I'm not here for it. I love Hannah B. as Bachelorette. Honestly, like, if they were going to choose from, like, the top couple girls, everybody else is a fucking fraud. So I'm fucking here for Hannah B. I think she's a total spaz. I think she'll say what and do whatever she wants. She's funny and cute. She's funny. She's cute. She seems genuine. She's a little cray-cray. She has, like, friendships with the girls. Yep. I'm excited. I think it'll be fun and funny and, like, not boring. She what, At least she's not going to bore us. You know what yep. I mean? She was one of the most entertaining people to watch this season, and now we get a whole season of her. Was she awkward as hell after the final rose? Yes, absolutely. But she had no idea what was about to happen to her. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, what was the alternative? Like, Caitlin's a fucking fraud. fraud. No. I would have been pissed if it was her. Like, genuinely pissed. I hope Kaylin fucking sobbed when she found out that it was Hannah B and not her. Definitely did. That's Apparently, that's why she fucking went there. I'm so excited, though. Even though The Bachelorette's not as fun as The Bachelor because the girls really bring The Bachelor up for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. And then after The Bachelorette, one step closer to paradise, baby. Oh, love. So excited. Okay, so... That's all we have for you today. So what your guys' jobs are this next few weeks, 
Let us know what you'd want to hear next on a Callie and Gianna live in person show. Um, and also, us- like, I kind of want to get like a Q and A going. Like, if you guys want to like DM us, our Instagram is the Undateable Girls. Like, if you guys want to just DM us like questions, like maybe at the end of every episode, like we can start answering like questions about like drinking or dating or not dating we or can jobs also- or guys can- or anything. I can post like an ask questions on Instagram thing too. Yeah, exactly. Like we like. I mean, like, we don't have experience in much, but it, what we do have experience in, it's pretty decent. What is that exactly? But we'll talk regardless. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep talking. We'll talk about so. shit that we don't know anything about. <laughs> so, yeah, we really want your guys' input so, like, we can get your opinions more involved. So, thanks so much for listening. See you next Thursday. Oh, and also, The Bachelor's over, so... People that don't like to listen to the, about our bachelor recaps don't have you to. You can stop shutting it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Strap Bye. it. Strap it on.